Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I'm so glad you're back and I hope you enjoyed listening to Jay Warner Wallace. He is just so amazing and his new book, Person of Interest, is just full of information and again, we just love having him on the show and he's just so insightful and he has great resources for kids. And again, reach out to us if you have any specific questions that you would like us to research and answer. And all these questions that I'm going to address today tie in together. But I'm going to address each question singularly because kids usually don't ask these questions all at the same time. So some of the answers are going to overlap. And also for older children, you may want to dig deeper and research together because they ask these same questions. So why is there evil? Okay, if there's evil, then there must be good. Why must there be good? Because there has to be something good to determine what is evil. If there is evil and good, then there has to be a way to measure what is evil and good. And this measure needs to be something or someone that's transcendent above everything, who determines what is good and what is evil. And God's precepts and principles His word, it's the plumb line. It's the main decision to determine what is right and wrong, what is good and evil. This is a way to prove that God exists, actually, because God did not create evil. Evil is an absence of good, and God allowed evil to come into the world. And we know he exists because he is the one who determines what is good and evil. There has to be someone, and God's the only logical response. And we have what is called a free will to love God. Otherwise, we would be manufactured robots obeying out of design. And that is not love. Love must be freely given. And God loved us first so we could love him. One simple way to demonstrate evil and good to a young child possibly is to grab a donut. The hole in the donut represents the absence of good. And after all, the whole donut is good, at least good to eat. So the purpose of evil was allowed by God so we can choose to demonstrate our love for him by obeying God's commands to love him and to love others and to be obedient to his word. The next question, again, some of these answers will overlap. How can a good loving God allow evil and suffering? Again, we need to understand that God did not create evil and suffering. He allowed it to happen. And it proves his existence because there must be someone who determines what is good and evil. And that is God who is transcendent above all he created. Evil, again, is the absence of good. When God created everything, it was perfect and good. But when man sinned by disobeying God, evil and suffering came into the perfect world he made. He allowed it because he gave man free will, and we have free will to show God that we love him. Otherwise, we would be robots and we would not have been created in the image of our loving God. But even though there is evil, God will one day destroy all evil and suffering and those who love him will live in heaven with him for all eternity. 
A hundred years or less on earth is nothing compared to forever and ever in God's paradise that he's preparing for us. Evil will not last forever, but God's goodness and love will last forever. Why did God put the tree of life in the Garden of Eden if he didn't want Adam and Eve to eat its fruit? This is a really good question. They all are. But it would seem easier not to give them a choice to eat from the tree, correct? That's what we would think. If it wasn't there, they would not have sinned against God's command not to eat from it. But again, God wants us to love him because we choose to love him. So God put the tree in the garden so Adam and Eve can show and demonstrate their love for God by obeying God. Making a decision to do right or wrong is called free will. If we didn't have free will to choose to love God and show our love by obeying him, we would be again like a robot. Robots do what they are made to do. They don't have a heart and they don't have a mind. Therefore, they don't have free will to make choices. They were not created in the image of God. We show our love to God by listening and obeying to his commands. So the tree was put in the garden to test Adam's love for God. I love this next question. Why didn't God give Adam and Eve a second chance? I mean, after all, we serve a God of second and third and fourth and fifth chances. Well, the wages of sin are death, physically and spiritually. And so you can say that God did give them a second opportunity because they didn't physically die at that moment, but were allowed to live. What they got and what we get when we sin are the results of our sin. When someone kills someone, they go to jail. That is the earthly result of their sin. When Adam and Eve sinned, The result was that the Garden of Eden was no longer a perfect paradise, and now there was death on earth. They would be the first people to experience death. They would not live forever in the Garden of Eden with God, and God no longer walked with them, and they had to work hard for their food. God would not provide so easily for them any longer. Those are the consequences of sin. We are so blessed to worship a God of second chances because he wishes everyone to live with him forever. All we must do is accept his son, Jesus, as our Savior. If everything God created was good, why is Satan bad? Didn't God create Satan? Well, Genesis 1.31 tells us that God made everything and everything was good. It was good in the very beginning. In fact, on the sixth day, God called everything he had made very good. Satan was originally an angel named Lucifer, and he was considered a beautiful good angel. However, he wanted to take God's place. In Isaiah 14, verses 12 through 15, in the New King James Version, states, How you have fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. He was the first to rebel against God and was kicked out of heaven and sent to earth. However, Adam was given dominion all over the earth and the first to bring sin to earth because God told him not to eat of the tree. But Adam disobeyed God. So God created all good things and he allowed sin to be used as a tool to test our love for him. If Satan knows he will never win in the end, why does he keep trying? Boy, I wish he would give up, don't you? Satan is consumed with evil because he knows there is no redemption for him. So he is full of hate. And when you are full of hate and evil, you want to cause bad things to happen. And there is no love in Satan's heart. 
Titus 1.15 states, To the pure, all things are pure, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, even their mind and conscience are defiled. Satan knows that God wishes for everyone to love him and believe in his son. And because Satan hates God, he will do all he can to bring people down to hell because Satan's mind is warped and distorted with pure evil. He does not realize that he will never be able to stop the plans of God for his people. Again, I hope these questions and answers are helpful, and you may want to address only one question at a time, take bits and parts of these answers, do some research on your own. I know they may sound simple to you as an adult, but I hope you found a tidbit of information in each one that perhaps was new to you. And in my last week, I will discuss questions that deal with creation, earth, and scientific evidence. And I think you as a parent will learn some new things and be surprised as well. This week, we will hear from Alex McFarlane. He wrote the 21 toughest questions your kids will ask about Christianity. He is the founder of Truth for a New Generation, the nation's largest conference on apologetics and Christian worldview. Alex will give you insightful information that will help you raise your child to have a strong, solid biblical defense. And this is how we will all work together to raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. <laughs>